Welcome to the All That Heals podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Faria. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is a big welcome back to the All That Heals podcast. We took a little break for a while. It has been about a year maybe since I have done any episodes or shared or recorded any interviews and I just needed to take a little bit of a break and recenter and refocus what I wanted the show to be about and how I wanted to communicate because so much has changed in my own life and in my work and how I show up. So Today's episode is going to be a solo episode, and it is exciting. It's my first solo episode, and I'm going to be sharing a lot about just what can change in a year. This year specifically has been a very intense and challenging year for so many across the board. 2020 really hit us with a curveball and I know that everybody has had their own journey through this year and has really dealt with the ups and downs and changes as best they can and that's no different for me for sure. So I just want to start out by saying that, you know, wherever you find yourself today and in the next few days at the end of 2020. I'm recording this on New Year's Eve and as we step into this new year of 2021, I know that there is so much reflecting going on and I know that this can be a challenging time for a lot of people of not really knowing how to measure up their year because it was such a slow year and it was such a year of just stepping back and changing how we run our everyday lives and our our lifestyles. So I want you to know that wherever you find yourself right now is okay. And if it's not somewhere ideal or if it doesn't feel like something that you would love to be celebrating normally, that's okay. And it's really okay for it to feel kind of shitty or to feel kind of crappy and not as accomplished as every other year. And at the same time, I'm sure that there are some of you out there, tons of you out there maybe, who have had a great year regardless of the pandemic. And I think that is also awesome and deserves to be celebrated as well. So I wanna dive into sharing a little bit about my personal year. And this is gonna be a pretty vulnerable episode of me sharing some of the challenges and things that I went through and how I persevered and how I've come out of it and how I've sort of changed and where I'm at today. I'm not perfect by any means and I think that I just want to share a real story about what my year looked like and be honest about it because I think it's easy for us to compare. It's easy for us to see the highlight reels of someone's life 
and to think that they are you know doing really really well and they are they never have any setbacks and you know they are this perfect person and I just want to be honest and transparent and share with you you know what things look like behind the scenes and and also to inspire you and let you know that there are things that just because you go through hard times doesn't mean you can't reach a space or a moment or a phase or a new chapter of your life that is really exciting and that is still makes you feel like you have accomplished something or that you've grown or that you've changed. And I think that that is why I wanted to share this, especially today and just from where I'm at right now is because I just feel like I really have learned some new things this year and I really did make some big changes in certain areas of my life and here I am today and now I'm aware of some new areas of my life that I want to work on and take into 2021 um, and really persevere in that space. So 2020 for me started off with a big change and big financial decision to be made. In 2019, I was really struggling with my business and I was having I was having a lot of financial backup basically after starting my business really young in 2014. There were a few years where I made tons of money and had no idea and didn't realize that when you make a lot of money, you actually have to pay a lot of money back to the government for taxes. Yes, I know it sounds very naive and it was, Um, but I started really young and I didn't really know how to manage a business and how to manage my finances even properly. And that was something I really had to learn. And that was what was coming up for me this year and at the end of last year. So I spent a lot of time in 2019 thinking about and really sorting out what I was going to do to get my finances back on track. And because I just had such an accumulation and my financial advisors and I um, had worked together a lot on trying to mitigate the situation and see how we can make changes. And we did, we did, but it wasn't enough to give me that feeling of a fresh start, which is what I was really craving and needing when it came to my financial landscape. So I decided finally um, to file for what is called a consumer proposal. And if you don't know what that is, it is basically one step up from filing for bankruptcy. In a consumer proposal, you negotiate with your lenders and you find a amount that you would be able to pay back in five years with no interest or anything like that. It's just a set amount that you make payments on And in those five years, you're welcome to pay it off sooner, which is great. And you, as soon as you finish paying in those five years, then your credit starts to, you know, rebalance and 
come off quicker. And it, uh, the difference between a bankruptcy and a con consumer proposal is also that a bankruptcy will stay on your record for a lot longer. I think it's up to seven years. And a consumer proposal, once you've finished your payments, it only really stays on your record. I think it's three to five years. So it clears a little faster, which is why I wanted to do that. And a, um, a consumer proposal, there was just a little bit more flexibility and it felt like the better choice for me at the time. So I decided to do that and it was a big choice and it was a big reset button moment for me. I remember in January, my appointment to sign off on the papers was January 10th and a month prior I had shifted my banking and changed banks and I had set some things up with my uh, financial advisor, my bookkeeper and my accountant and prepared for that choice. And for that day, it was a big day for me. I was very excited, also very nervous. And it felt like a big piece of being more responsible for my finances because as of that day, I knew I was going to change my financial habits. I knew I was going to start saving money instead of spending all my money. <laughs> and I was doing a lot of reading and learning about finances at the time too. I was starting to look into investing and starting to just look into how to live debt-free because I had been living with debt for a long time and it was really stressing me out. <laughs> I mean, debt is definitely one of the bigger stressors, right? Financial stressors can really take a toll on us. So I went in and signed those papers and January 10th, I remember I left the office and this was really exciting too because it was such a moment of synchronicity for me and a confirmation that I was doing the right thing because I left the office and went across the street to my new bank and I went into my bank and I I think I just went to ask a question or maybe to, to deposit something. I can't really remember why I initially went in, but I went in and the like teller at the counter offered me a $4,000 credit card. And I was surprised and excited. And I was like, oh, interesting, because I literally just filed for a consumer proposal. And in a consumer pro proposal, you, or bankruptcy, you wouldn't necessarily, you won't be able to um, get a regular kind of credit card you would have to go the route of getting a secured prepaid credit card. And so this was actually a really good thing because I didn't have a record yet and they gave me a $4,000 credit card, which was great because now I was gonna be able to use that to rebuild credit and to help me get into some better um, spending and payment habits. So I was really, really excited about that. And that really solidified that I had made the right choice. And as soon as I filed, I felt instantly liberated. I felt so excited because I knew that this year, I knew going into 2020, I could feel it, that it was really going to be a new foundational year for me. It was about setting new foundations, starting fresh, starting new habits in lots of areas of my life, but especially finances. 
finances financially <laughs> and it ended up being exactly that I spent a lot of time working with my bookkeeper working with my financial advisor to implement new strategies and new um, ways of managing my money on a day-to-day -day basis and that is what really has led me to where I am today and I'll talk a little bit about just how what I ended up doing so January hit February I was doing a bunch of trainings for my work so I was retraining in a whole lot of things I was retraining in the soul parent spiritual child work and I was retraining in the soul therapist work and that was amazing and really regrounded me into the power of both of those bodies of work which was amazing and then in March obviously the pandemic really hit and took a toll here in North America but uh, it was really interesting and I think this is so beautiful I had a random vision from spirit that I would be traveling this was later in 2000 or earlier in 2019 and I had a feeling like I would be traveling early next year in 2020 I was living with my parents at the time and I was like okay I feel like I'm gonna be traveling a little bit going away somewhere going on a vacation or something while my dog is here with my parents <laughs> and I would be able to get away very quickly and I didn't take any or I didn't do much about it at the time in 2020 I just kind of let that vision sit there and then in March there was a time I had a day where I just very quickly got the nudge from spirit like book a trip to Tulum and book it now and go go now go next week <laughs> and that's exactly what I ended up doing I was working with two clients at the time and I booked my flight and my trip to Tulum it was a five-day trip with somebody with a partner that I was seeing at the time and we booked this five-day trip and this five-day getaway and I thought I was like crazy I was like whoa this is exciting I can't believe I'm going away for just like five days but it was the perfect thing both two of the clients I was working with actually were both they booked the same trip on the same week in Tulum so I ended up doing one of my client sessions with a client in Tulum and it was amazing we met up in the back of her hotel it was beautiful we had our session outside it was wonderful so that was just such a beautiful synchronicity and we arrived back home on March 15th which is basically two days before we went into our first pandemic lockdown and quarantine here so it was such a cosmic unfolding I am so glad I got to travel at least once early last year and I did so in a really financially responsible way which was also very important and it was a magical time I mean it was beautiful after that it was April so I'm kind of giving you guys a little play-by-play -play of what happened all or just the exciting and more significant moments of my 2020 in April I had my birthday turned 27 entered into the 27 club <laughs> and I could really feel the nudges and the beginnings of my Saturn return starting to 
the pressure essentially and the lessons have been building of my Saturn return and started with the finances and now it's sort of moving into relationship but I also was able to do my doula training in April and my doula training really is to support women in birth and that was very exciting we ended up doing it online and that was a big shift and step for me as well and then in the end of April, I also ended um, a relationship and a little partnership that I had been in for the last six months or so. So that was also a big shift, big healing happening at that point too. Then May actually was kind of, there's nothing I can remember about May that was exciting. Um, June was really exciting because there was a lot of changes. So I really wanted to move out. This was something that I've been working towards for a long time um, since I've got back from Montreal and into Toronto. But June was really when I started to look and I started to put the feelers out there for what I wanted to create and manifest and where I wanted to be. And I started to really hear that I needed to get out of the city and get out of Toronto and that it was time for me to try and find a place that was closer to nature or where I could access nature easily. And I started to really explore that. And so that was really exciting. It was also the first time in June that I took a five hour solo drive on the highway. I hadn't driven really a long drive on the highway before. And so I had an opportunity to go visit a friend at their cottage and I took this long drive and it was amazing and that was a really big feat for me because I started to realize that I need adventure and travel regardless of whether it's local or it's international and so I made it a priority for myself that I would do more of that kind of thing journeying solo going to places um, adventuring and all of this. So I started to put into the field and manifest that I would be driving more and that I would be adventuring more and that I would be taking Luna on some trips, taking my dog with me. All of that was in my sort of manifesting vision throughout the, I would say, second half of the year as of the summer. And that was really exciting to start to plant that seed. In July, I don't remember what was exciting about July, but stuff was happening. It was a great time. You know, everything was a little bit more quiet. I definitely was home a lot more throughout this entire year as all of us were. But in August, I started to also take some new steps in my business. So there was a new photo shoot that I did with one of my dear friends, Amber from Creating Light Studio. And that photo shoot was really spectacular and really special for me because it had been almost a year or maybe even over a year since I had done a photo shoot. And I love doing photo shoots. I used to model and it's just one of my favorite ways to express yourself and to see yourself reflected and your growth reflected in who you are as you change and go through the seasons of your life. So this was a very exciting 
moment. I took this photo shoot and it was aligning so that this photo shoot would actually be part of my website relaunch and my website redesign. I started my business in 2014 and my first website was wonderful and carried me up until this year, but I needed to update the energy. I needed to change things. I needed to really find colors and branding images and shifting and getting a new logo and all of these things so that I could really align myself with where I'm at today, who I am today, what my offerings are, how I want to serve women, the energy that I want to serve with. And so I got to really connect and play and organize what I would be wearing and matching the colors to the colors of my brand. And that was really exciting and something I hadn't done before. So I had this beautiful photo shoot and got to work on my website. And at the same time, I was working on an online course. So I worked on the Express Yourself course. And this was something that had been sort of in the making for a little while and I hadn't done it yet. So it took me about a good solid three or four months to feel like it was ready to complete. And so my website and the course ended up launching around the same time in late September, early October. I also at that time was working out of in the summer, I was working at Hair Holistic Studio for a good three months. And that was really beautiful and exciting because I did get to be in person with some clients again, even during the pandemic. And that was so refreshing and so humbling and beautiful to see people in person again, even if it had to be with all kinds of PPE and masks and all these things. It was a really great time. So the three months of like August, September, October, there was a lot happening, lots shifting. And it really felt like that harvest period where all of the work that you are doing throughout the year pays off. I find that there's a lot of things that come to fruition around that time. And then after that, we, I really headed into a phase and place of, okay, my finances felt a little bit more secure. I felt more ready to move. And throughout this whole time, I was living with my parents and I was really wanting my own space and I was really wanting to get back out there on my own again. But everything up until this point was not happening. Like in terms of moving and in terms of finding my own place, everything was very much not lining up nothing was coming into synchronicity and I have moved so many times and I have found incredible spaces and places that have been so right for me so I was not about to move into a place that felt like it wasn't in alignment and I was not about to make any um, negative or horrible financial decisions because my whole goal was, and my whole focus of for the year was to really change that way of being, of making more slow decisions, not being as impulsive as my Aries fire likes to be, and really taking the time to think things through a little bit more, make decisions that are in alignment on all levels. They serve you spiritually, they serve you mentally, they serve you emotionally, they serve you physically. And... 
I'm so glad I did because that's what led me to finally being where I am right now, recording from my cozy little home, my cozy little apartment in a cute little house in Kitchener, Ontario. And it is amazing and it feels so good to be here right now. I found this place at the end of November. It just so happened like my relationship with the landlord really lined up. Everything just really started to line up. When I decided and got very clear that I didn't want to be living in Toronto anymore, and I finally let myself accept that. Took me a long, took me a whole year to do that. <laughs> um, that's when things finally started opening up and things started shifting and opportunities came my way. And I started meeting people in and around Kitchener, leading me to the space that would eventually be my home. And in that time, I also bought my first car. So that was a huge deal. You know, throughout this whole year, I had saved enough money to allow myself to buy my first used car. I shopped around. First of all, buying a car is not really fun. It was not a fun process for me. <laughs> um, it was pretty stressful. I'm not really into cars. I'm not someone who was super enthusiastic about having a car because I've grown up my whole life living in the city, so I never really needed one. I was under the impression that I'd probably only get a car when I had kids <laughs> and really needed one, but never say never because as this whole thing is about is like so much can change in a year. So many things that you thought you wouldn't be doing, you can be doing and you can find yourself in a new situation by the time a year is over. I'm so happy now to have this car and to be living in Kitchener with transportation and feel like I can be independent and get anywhere. It's an amazing feeling. I've moved to new cities a few times. I've moved around. I've lived in Montreal. I moved to Europe for a little bit um, and never had a car. So that was fine. But this felt like a big deal. Moving out of Toronto and being able to be somewhere new in Ontario, I really felt like I needed a vehicle. So I'm really glad to have that now. And it is just, they are such big moments for me. Like at this time, here I am, December 31st, not where I thought I would be. I didn't know if I would actually be able to move this year. I had no idea if that was actually going to be possible. I was honestly starting to think that it wouldn't happen this year and it would only happen in 2021. And I was okay with that because I had given into it. I'd accepted that given the circumstances and how this year unfolded. But what I think is really awesome to be celebrating for me personally is the fact that my business stayed afloat even through this pandemic. Yeah, was it my worst year ever? Yeah. It was <laughs> in terms of finances, like I, my revenue was pretty low, but when I look at what I was able to do, I was able, what it gave me was the ability to slowly save and set a new foundation for my life and my business. So moving into 2021, I've set up new habits that are solid and my feeling for the next year is that I'm actually going into more of a building year 
and that is really exciting. This was like a new foundations, like roots, grassroots year. Like everything starting fresh. You're just putting, you know, the like tiny things into the earth to grow them. But 2021 for me feels like a year that is filled with just building, like slow and steady building, like one on top of the other, like laying bricks on top of everything that has already been planted. And there are some new developments coming with my business and with what I'm going to be able to offer and where I'll be, which is very exciting. So I will be sharing that more in the new year. But for now, I really just wanted to share with you, like, that is a lot of change for one person from January until December. And if you are somewhere right now in your life, you know, and you're kind of wondering about what season you're in, why haven't things been happening, and why aren't things changing for me, and, you know, like, when is something going to happen? When am I going to be in the ideal relationship that I want? When am I going to be living in my ideal home? When am I going to feel fulfilled? Am I ever going to do something that is more fulfilling in my life, in my work, in my career? If you're feeling stuck and things are not where you'd like them to be, I know that feeling and I know how hard it is to be patient and to really watch yourself grow and it can be very slow and every day you're doing a little bit and a little bit and a little bit but I will tell you that it is so worth it to be at the end of a phase or a period or a chapter and to feel yourself stepping into a new chapter with really great foundational skills and with a lot of new maturity and growth in certain areas and I think that that is a really beautiful thing to look out for and to embrace especially now I know I'm sure you all have embraced it already with this pandemic kind of shifting things for you changing how you live or how you think or how you what's important to you really that's what I would love for you to you know, really embrace in the new year. I hope that this has been maybe an inspiring story. If you're wondering, you know, I haven't shared tons about it publicly yet. This is the first time. And I really wanted to be honest about it and transparent because, you know, it wasn't an easy thing. It was a hard time at the end of last year and beginning and throughout this whole year, you know, there were so many doubts. And there were so many times where I didn't think I would be able to do the things that I really wanted to do. I am just as surprised and grateful and overjoyed that I was able to accomplish some of these things. And they might be small things. You know, there's tons of people doing way more. Yes, there's always going to be people out there accomplishing way more than you are. And that's at any stage and phase. There's always bigger. There's always better. But What's really important is what's authentic to you and doing what is right in your heart, what feels right for your soul's purpose and your soul's own evolutionary growth. And that's really what I'm here to model for you and to teach and to share with you and to guide you in. 
that's what soul therapy and all of the work that I do as a healer and teacher and educator really allows you to do and be is to connect to your authentic self and to work on your own journey and take you to new heights that feel in alignment and authentic to you. In this last few months of this year, I have also really felt the saddened return now that one phase of my life has kind of been addressed in terms of finances. Now I feel it shifting into another area of my life, which is relationships and relationship dynamics and how I am in relationships and looking at my own woundings and my own traumas, my own triggers and how I approach relationships, what I'm attracting, who I'm attracting, how I'm attracting, what I'm attracted to, um, has all really come into the forefront and been heightened and highlighted in terms of my intimate relationships and all of that. And so I'm really excited to see how that unfolds (laughs) over the next year because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of growth for me to do there. And I've already sort of started. I've been, you know, looking at some coaches and looking at some courses to take and dive into with that because I know I'm going to need support the same way that I needed support and help getting my finances in order is the same way I'm probably going to need support getting my relationship life in order as well. And there's no shame in it. I am so over having any kind of shame about needing help or feeling like you can't do things on your own. Like it is so okay to not have to do things completely on your own, but to feel ready to get the support and help that you need. That's what people are there for. We need each other. We need tools and teachers and we need guides and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have a therapist. It's okay to make appointments with people so that you can work on your financial landscape. It's okay for you to get a coach in a certain area of business or to work on your sales or to work on marketing, whatever it is you need. It's okay to invest in yourself. It's okay to explore new avenues and it's okay to really dive in and get what you need so you can get to where you want to be. Because I would not be where I am today if I did not reach out and get the support and the help that I needed to make those changes. So I just want that to stick with you going into this next year, that if you are wanting support, if you do want to see changes, then reach out to someone. You know, I'm here for you as a soul therapist if you need support, but there are tons and tons of resources out there that can get you to where you need to be and help you do it in a grounded, mature, patient, healthy way. Big, big blessings to everybody. I'm wishing you an incredible, incredible 2021. I know it's going to be better than this past year. I am sure of it. For a lot of us, there's definitely that energy of growth and building, I think, is the biggest word for me that resonates. So thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, if you've learned anything, if you feel more inspired or more connected to take a leap in your own evolutionary journey or to heal something or some area of your life, please subscribe, please like, please share this podcast 
and get it out to some people who need to hear it. Thank you so much. Mwah! All of my love. Happy New Year, everybody.